Okay, Boker Tov, everybody. So we are continuing with Siftei Chaim, talking about the concept of Midot, the concept of character. And we've been discussing a lot about how our external actions affect our character, define our character, mold our character. And uh, however, I mentioned at the end of the last year that there's a certain risk involved in when we have this um, attitude, this approach, which is a wonderful approach, very important approach, about uh, using our actions to define our character. So he says, okay. However, we do run a serious risk that all our actions become external, on the surface, superficial, without content, without intention, without thought. So therefore, what do we have to do? How do we respond to this? How do we respond to this risk that all our actions become without content, without kavanah, without intention, without thought, by introducing content, by bringing, bringing things inside. According to the level of understanding of the chanich. And he brings an example which I mentioned, uh, chanich is a student, the level of understanding of the student. So he gives an example which I mentioned um, at the end of the last year, or we'll spell it out a little bit more. Okay, so he quotes from Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, who was discussing this idea about the external and the external understanding. So he brought the example from Yisrael Salanter about a Russian soldier, a, C- a Cossack soldier, who lives 25 years under the, uh, in the army. He wakes up early in the morning. He has to be completely organized in his clothing. He marches in a certain way with his head, his head up. And after 25 years in the army, he goes back to regular civilian life. So you would think that this very particular military life that he lived for so long should have a major impact on his life afterwards. So, however, he says, it's, it's a wonder, but he says that if you look within a few days, you can't even recognize anymore any sign of his military life. He wakes up late, his clothing is messy, he walks in a not organized way, so what happened to everything? What happened to everything he gained over those 25 years? So Yisrael Salanter said that that was all the training that he had. It was all external. It had no meaning to him. It had no, it had no significance to him. He, had, he was probably, when he was there, he, he was afraid, right? He would get punished. He would, he would, things would happen to him if he wasn't acting and behaving and dressing in a certain way. But as soon as he's free, that's it, he's gone. And he acts uh, however he wants to act. He loses whatever discipline he gained while he was in the army. He loses it right away. So the question is, so how do we avoid that happening? Why wouldn't the same thing happen with the Midot? I act like I'm a giving person for a long time. So maybe once I stop particularly trying to act that way just because I want to become that way, so then uh, whatever behavior, whatever, whatever I gained will be gone right away. Or maybe I... We gave the example of sitting in, in humble places to increase my humility. So maybe once I stop doing the act of, singing, of sitting in, in humble places on purpose to affect my character, so then that's it, it's lost. So how do we change that? How do we avoid this problem coming in the future? So therefore he says that while we are developing our external actions that train us to act in a certain way and hopefully have an impact Therefore, on our behavior as well, they'll come and reflect on the inside as well. While we are doing that, we also have to develop our internal feelings about the character, our understanding. 
I'm educating, let's say I'm educating somebody else, I have students, and I want to educate them about the importance of humility, let's say, or the importance of generosity. So I tell them, you know what, act in a generous way, act in a humble way, and that will impact on your character internally. But at the same time, I also have to explain to them how important it is to be humble, how important it is to be generous, how much it helps me in serving Hashem. All the examples we gave before, how a person can't properly fulfill the mitzvot, a person can't properly fulfill the mitzvot, a person can't fulfill their purpose in this world unless they fix who they are. And I go with character by character, whatever character I am trying to uh, impose, whether maybe it's the character of shtikav, not speaking when it's not necessary. So whatever midah, whatever character trait I'm trying to educate to, I can't just tell people to act in that way. I also have to explain to them. They also have to have understanding what's going on behind it. So he says that once a person, while a person, it's a fascinating idea. There's like a behavioral aspect to it. The person has to act in this way. There's also a cognitive aspect to it. A person has to understand why he's acting in this way. I need both of those things together. Both those things must coexist in order for the midah to become well entrenched into a person. So he says that once they have the explanation, so then after the beginning, after the initial action, so then the continuous behavior comes through a will, through a desire, in order to deepen the character within in them. And as there are more and more activities, more and more uh, practice acts that help in terms of acquiring the character, at the same time, it also has a spiritual nature to it now. It's not just a behavioral act, like, an, like you would train an animal to act in a certain way. But if that behavioral act is connected with a cognitive element, there's an understanding that comes with it, of the value of this midah, of how important this midah is, of why Hashem commanded us to act in this way, of how acting in this way, whether it's generosity or humility or any other character trait, how that impacts who we are, how that relates to bin Adam how that impacts bin Adam Makom. Once I put all those things together, so then it's not just an external act, it's not just like the soldier who acts in a certain way because he's told to act in a certain way, but it becomes internal as well, it becomes absorbed, it becomes part of who I am. So uh, Freelander has, based on the Restoral Salanter, has explained to us a fantastic fundamental idea in terms of educating ourselves, in terms of educating others when it comes to character. We can't just act in a certain way. I can't just decide I want to do generous acts or act in a, humi- in a, in a humble way or many of the other very important character traits that we have come across or I act in a way where I uh, try to reduce unnecessary pleasures from this world and stay away from running after money, all those things. I can't just act in those ways. But going parallel in the same time concurrently with my actions, there must be a course of study as well, of studying how these characters affect me, how these characters impact me by learning Sifrei Musar and reading about it, hearing about it, listening to Shirim and lectures about it, so that it's not just external acts, but those external acts become internal part of who I am, and then even when I stop artificially doing the external acts, the internal change still remains. In the next year, we'll discuss um, some ways in which we can work on creating that internal part, the understanding part, the making it part of who we are and not just the actions that we do through different uh, ideas, maybe some methods that 
Siftei Chaim will suggest. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kol Tuf.